Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Payson. I've been doing this podcast since September of 2012, and boy, are my lips tired. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. <coughs> Jody Lynn is uh, on AK, or on as they say in the UK, so she'll be gone this week and next week, but we will welcome her back the week after that. Uh, but that's all right, because this week we have an old friend visiting us, David Strickle, who, uh, former co-host and uh, many-time guest, is rejoining us today. We're going to do a little streaming with a stream of David, and I see that you're growing, you're growing a little facial hair there, my friend. I, I've had facial hair, I just... Uh, yeah, but you're growing it out, though. I mean, it's like it's... I'm growing it out less. and letting it go more gray. Yeah. Letting yeah. it go completely gray, actually, yeah. But, no, it suits you. It looks good. It looks very good. So, Thank you. Yeah. And you've been doing... We were talking before we got going here. You've been doing uh, some... Uh, remo- not remodeling, but uh, re- redoing of this uh, this new house that you, you guys have picked up, and you're having a lot of fun with that. And yeah. I, I just... I wanted to mention that just because we often focus our attention so much on, on stuff that, uh, you know, isn't all that much and so forth. Um, something that's work, and you're loving it. And that's a big deal. Yeah, I, I love the process of creating, especially... Um, you know, design and stuff like that. So I've remodeled quite a few houses and this, uh, this is a big undertaking because it's a, a very large house with lots of bathrooms and, and lots of space. And so there were lots of things to select and the selecting part of it is over now. Now it's getting like toward the completion part of it. But the thing that's unheard of right now is we're turning this house around, uh, in just a few months. Oh, really? Uh, we will have the complete interior completely remodeled everything in three months. Wow. Which is unheard of. Yeah. that's. There, there are people with homes half the size that are doing, you know, taking a year. Right. And I've been very fortunate. Uh, <laughs> call it a manifestation. Everything's a manifestation though. Yeah, sure. Uh, appliances right now because of the, you know, all of the chip shortages and stuff. A lot of them yeah. are back ordered. My friend, Christine is an interior designer. She, she said she has a client waiting 19 months for a Bosch dishwasher. Wow. And we got all of our appliances are sitting in the house right now. They came in. Nice. Yeah. And the, and the person that uh, sold them to us, she said, I don't know how, what happened, but your stuff just came in so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love high vibe. That is and fabulous. I wasn't stressed about it. I wasn't worried about it. I just knew that it would be, and, and they all showed up. Everything showed up. So it was kind of funny, the conversation I had with her. Well, it's also reassuring. I mean, because we all live in this world of contrast and polarity, and we're all dealing with you know the fact that we live in that world. And... You know, so we deal with the ups and downs and it's, it's good to remember that the ups are there sometimes. Sometimes we're kind of struggling with the downs. So it's good to hear news like that. It's good to hear that, you know, things can go well if you just keep your vibration up. I need, I'll tell you, I need to hear it right now. My, my life is a, like a whole lot better than it was one year ago. One year ago, this is a, no, I have the, um, uh, Louise's gardening and maintenance business. And this is like the high time of our year. May is the biggest month of the year. Um, and, to be honest, it's actually been a terrible month in the sense that I can't get enough workers. I'm trying to bid up, you know, pricing and so forth to get uh, more laborers, good quality laborers, so we don't settle for just anybody. And and so that's been a challenge. But I've also I've got a VA helping me, um, so that's been making a difference. And I'm like one fifth stressed compared to where I, was, where I was a year ago when we were having a great May. So you know, again, how are you going to look at it? How is your vibration going to be? And by the way, even though it's been a rough month. 
I can just see the next week lining up nicely because I just hired one new person. I've got another interview on Friday, a third one on Sunday, a fourth person starting next week. So everything's going to start opening up really, really quickly after a tough time. And it's because I, I did everything I could to keep my vibration up. But there were times where I was thinking to myself, how do I get, get up right now? And, and that's where it's helpful to have other stories to tap into because obviously doing the show, I get stories all the time. So I had to like think back, okay, what have been some of the interviews lately that I've been doing where people have good stories to tell? And, and that helped sustain me. It helped me keep going during challenging times. So thank you for your story. You're going to help people get through on challenging times. Well, and the thing is, is that w the stream says this all the time. <clears throat> There's no cure for polarity. There's no cure for vibrational flow. There's no right. book or guru or anything that's going to come around that's going to stop you from moving through vibrational flow. Right. We all do it. But how you experience it, meaning how you react to it, is everything. Because when a challenge comes up with the, the tools that the stream has delivered, what I live by... I don't get stressed out by them. I very, very rarely, and sometimes I go down my spiral, but it's, it's very momentary. I know how to go right back up, but I don't linger down there. In mm. fact, I, when I catch myself down there, I feel kind of silly. <laughs> why, why am I here? You know, why am I letting this bother me at all? Because mm. most of them do not. I am very chill about everything now. And it took some work and some time to get there. And it's not because the stream is always, you know, there. I, I live my life as a human being and I have the same challenges that anyone else has. Sure. But it really is finding appreciation for the entire experience. And that is life changing. Finding appreciation for the things that the matrix, i.e. humanity tells us we're not supposed to appreciate. It's a good reminder. Because, you know, when, when we're in the, the lower end of the spectrum, like you said, you don't want to stay down there real long. But it's good to remember there are ways to appreciate that. There are ways to find the good in that, to find the things that, that make you feel better about it. Because that's how you pop up to the surface again, up to the, up, up to the higher levels. Yeah, as, as soon as you align with source perspective, you are one with source and you're, you're above neutral, as we say. You're right. up in creative territory, positive creative territory. And it's not, it's not hard to get there. It just takes a, a trained habit of thought yes. away from all of that fear and judgment that we're taught to feel. Which means lots of practice and you just keep practicing. Lots of practice. Gosh. The, the good thing about the practices though is that life gets incrementally better. And I've been practicing it now for over a decade and I have yet to find a ceiling. Nice. I've yet to find a place where it doesn't still get incrementally better. So that's, that's, if that's not encouraging, I don't know what else is. It's right? very encouraging. Sure. I mean, I, I've been through your boot camp and so I know what it's like to go through that. And I, I know what it's like to come out the other side and experiencing things getting a little better, a little better, but it's nice to know it just keeps getting better and better and better and better and better and better and better. I mean, that, that's reassuring in a big, big way. It absolutely. It does. Yeah. So, and I'm seeing Leslie in the live stream. Hey, Leslie, how you doing? She's also a, a boot camp graduate. Hi, Leslie. Good to see you. That Leslie. I, I know what Leslie you're talking about. Yeah, you do know that, Leslie. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Coming into us from Australia down under. So anyway, I thought uh, this would be a good day to do some streaming uh, with the stream. And, and uh, I, I honestly, I don't even have particular topics in mind, but something will come to mind. Anyone uh, tuning in, if you have questions, pop them into the uh, the comments section. I was uh, going to say, Leslie again. always has questions, so I'm sure she'll, she'll get them. Yeah, well, I, I kind of had that in mind when I said that. Yeah, like I can imagine Leslie's going to pop two or three in there right away. But um, yeah. yeah, 
So why, why don't we uh, let you do your thing and we'll chat with the stream for a bit. We are here. Welcome, Stream. It is a pleasure to speak with you again after a few months here of not having a chance to talk with you, so it's good talking with you again. Um, I'm going to start off by uh, drawing your attention to what David and I were just talking about, the uh, the beauty of focusing on uh, when we're in a, a down state or, or, or a lower vibrational state when we want, then we want to be focusing on the appreciation portion of that. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm going to ask you to discuss that for a bit because that's always a challenge for anyone, whether you've gone through the boot camp or not, that's a challenge. And it, it's something that, like David said, our society doesn't really bend that way generally. So give us some ideas about that particular topic. The, the, the language that you just offered regarding your society's bending that way, that, 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 that is an excellent starting point in, in this discussion because the way your society bends is nothing more than a trained habit of thought. And mm-hmm. we, we refer to this very often as the matrix. And, and, and we are not trying to take you off into some sci-fi type of discussion as much as it, is, it absolutely is the definition of a matrix, a, a trained habit of thought, a created reality, because all reality is the creation of consciousness, but humanity has developed this matrix of thought that runs by and large on fear and judgment just enough to, to keep your vibration at what we have recently labeled as negative five just below neutral, just below source connected, where you're allowing your source state of being to step forward and, and be realized. And it's important to understand that when you're below neutral, you are no longer in a territory where you are capable of new thoughts or true creativity. You're recycling that. And to train humanity, to, to, to train civilization toward being just below neutral, where the vast majority of human beings in this case are operating without true creativity, where the vast majority of human beings are operating in a, in a recycled fashion. You're, you're more productive to someone else's desires in this space. You are more cooperative. You, you are operating a little closer to, to fear, but not completely in fear. And the reason that we're pointing this out is not to demonize the matrix. The, the, the matrix has, has done wonders for humanity. It is your collective creation. It has brought you along through many steps of evolution, so many steps ahead of the other beings on your planet that, that, that you are nothing like them at this point. You, you've become a mutation of your environment. You truly have. <laughs> But as a mutation, you, you have allowed enough creativity and enough advancement and enough community to bring yourselves to this place where you can now turn and start to recognize the technology that created you and continues to create you. And, and you're catching up to it. Your human-created technology is, is catching you up to the, the very technology that creates you. And that is creating a very interesting 
vibration for planet Earth. And for the past few years, you have all been experiencing this heightened vibration. This heightened vibration is one where humanity is beginning to move out of that polarized mode of thinking. But as humanity begins to move, notice that the matrix heats up. The matrix starts clamoring for your attention even more. The matrix wants to seduce you right back into it through fear, by and large, through judgment, through even through your judgment of the matrix, you are being drawn back into it. That's why we are guiding anyone who is interested in these teachings, anyone who is interested in this train of thought that we are offering via David to not judge the matrix not look at it and say that it's evil, that, that there, there are a cabal of a few people that are really running everything and, and seeking to hold humanity down. It is not specific human beings that are creating this. It is a vibration. It is a long-held vibration that is alive and well in your environment, but it is being challenged. And that, that is why you are all collectively questioning all of your institutions of control. And in your questioning of them, they are starting to fracture. They are starting to crumble. Some of the the, the lower vibrational aspects of them are beginning to reveal themselves, but they are also coming back around with more power and more vigor seeking to regain control. So you have this dance that's going on, but we are here to guide you to, to not fear the dance, to not fear the trip out of the matrix, and to not fear the matrix at all. Because in your appreciation of it, as in your appreciation of anything and all things, you detune it. And to speak to your journey through your vibrational flow, you were all operating in polarity, so you were all moving through a life experience and vibrational flow. The key to not suffering in it is to detune your judgment of it and to understand that the very things that you consider negative or unwanted, the reason that you suffer in those experiences is simply because the matrix has told you to. That is evil. That is bad. That is wrong. You're a victim. That shouldn't have happened to you. That was, that was forced upon you by another and you had nothing to do with it. Those are very disempowering thoughts. They're very disempowering vibration. And those of you that, that are, are, are receiving us, those of you that are listening to this program are becoming more and more aware of how you indeed create your own reality. And you are consciously creating your reality via your habit of thought, not the things that you try to make yourself think for a few moments or a few hours even per day, but the, the all-day, everyday vibration that you are tuned to. This is by and large ran by what you might call your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is your own creation. It is your own personal matrix. So if you wish to change how you move through vibrational flow, it is all about changing how you react to everything that you're experiencing. In fact, change how you react to everything that you have experienced because those memories that you have are alive and well in your subconscious mind. And as long as you continue to judge things the same way over and over again, you're going to continue to experience them that way over and over again. So changing your habit of thought is about detuning fear and judgment first and foremost. This is why we speak of this so often. For those who have never heard the stream speak through David before, this is probably an unusual experience. And uh, 
what I've come to understand about the whole process. First of all, that this is David receiving information from the source energy of all that is. You could call it God. You, there are a lot of la- names and labels you could apply to it. Um, but essentially, David is, is receiving information um, from this source and translating it into English for us. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll even ask him about it after the session because he has an interesting take on on how the whole thing feels. But the uh, stream we have, uh, as as I suspected, Leslie, who is a graduate of the boot camp, has questions for you. So I'm going to share some of her questions with you. She says, hello, stream. Could you talk on pain being experienced in the physical body, especially at the <clears throat> present moment and how it relates to conscious evolution? I understand that the, the, the conscious evolution, you, you are always evolving as a being and as a species because you are gaining new information, you're having experiences, you are discerning a preference, and your physical vehicle is your own consciousness creation. And understand that everything is a wormhole. So when we, we speak you, we, we are speaking to you individually and to all of humanity for, for all time. <clears throat> because this wormhole of creation, you create the same way that humanity creates, the same way that the earth environment creates, the same way that your universe creates. It is all the same. So understand that as you move through the experience of being in physical, in this case is a, is a physically manifested human being, your consciousness is creating the physical vehicle that, that you are utilizing to have the, the physical experience on earth. And your physical being will evolve through the process. In fact, your physical being by universal design will age you out of the process and return you to your completed state. We speak very often of of the fact that all physical creation, all physical creation is a byproduct of consciousness, all. And as a byproduct of consciousness, the, the physical being that is created was always intended, regardless of what it is, to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Not in any specific timeline, because timelines are all about physical. We do not operate in a timeline at all. And that beginning, middle, and an end is the experience. And perhaps the beginning, middle, and an end, in the end, is, is, is simply in the womb, never making it out. Mm. But there's still an experience there in physical even if it's just for what you would call a few days or a few weeks. But for those of you that have gone through the birthing experience, those of you that are interacting in this way now, that are, that are, that are hearing our words, you are consciously creating your physical vehicle. And your beliefs and your judgment is creating all of your illness, all of your pain, all of your evolution, all of your recovery, all of your healing in physical, all of it. You are completely creating the physical experience. Where we are guiding all of you is to understand that just as we have stated about vibrational flow, creating things in your lives that are not necessarily your preference, vibrational flow is also going to create situations with your physical vehicle that are not necessarily your preference. But you're likely aware that the the beings among you, the human beings specifically among you, that are hyper-focused on illness tend to experience more illness. And the ones that are hyper-focused on health can absolutely manifest more health, but can also, if that hyper-focus on health is in fear of illness, can actually manifest more illness. 
So that the key to, to being more joyful through all of this is to understand that any physical pain that you are experiencing is your manifestation. And the sooner you detune it through appreciation, the sooner its need will dissipate and the sooner its physical symptoms will dissipate. The frustration, the judgment, the vibration of this should not be. Think about what that feels like. The vibration of this should not be. I should not be experiencing this. I create my own reality and I am saying my affirmations every day and I am meditating every day and I'm appreciating all that's around me. I should not be experiencing this physical pain as I move through my physical journey. You are judging it and therefore you are fueling it. Move into appreciation of it. Appreciate it as simple, simply an aspect of you. And you will find a time where it completely dissipates if you allow that to be your dominant vibration on the topic. Any circumstance, it, it, it all works the same. Everything is your consciousness creation. But find appreciation for it. Find appreciation for the aging process. Find appreciation for the fact that you never intended to come and operate a physical vehicle indefinitely. You intended to, to, to utilize it like your actual vehicles and notice that the more use you put to it very often, the, the, the more you wear it out. There, there is nothing wrong with that. You, you are supposed to age your, your physical vehicle is supposed to age you out of the environment and ultimately return you to your completed state. And, and that is your manifestation as well. So appreciate the nature of your physical vehicle and appreciate the, the aches and pains and illnesses and things that, that move through as simply an experience that is being had and understand that they all were your manifestation. And if you wish to explore from a higher vibrational perspective of appreciation of what perhaps caused that and in seeking to solve it or heal it once and for all, that is always going to be accomplished in the appreciation of it not in the, this must go, the, the, <laughs> you must heal from this, you cannot be this, this is wrong. Mm -hmm. That vibration is going to keep it around. Yeah, I'm sure it does. That's, there's no doubt about that. I, I've actually become very <clears throat> acutely aware of just how pervasive that belief system is, that attitude is, even more than, uh, you know, even more than before I started doing this program, even more uh, before I did boot camp. I, I appreciate how pervasive it is on a level that is higher than anything I've ever experienced in my life. And one of the interesting things that goes along with it is there was a time where I would have judged it. There was where I would have for certain not just judged it, I would have tried to fix it. I would have tried to find some way to solve it. It's a very fascinating thing to be at a place now where I observe it. I try to appreciate it to the degree I can, and I don't worry about it anymore. And, and with the worry gone, I mean, well, it's just one less thing for me to get wrapped up in that I drive down into, drive myself down into the lower vibrations where I really don't want to be anyway. So I, I just mentioned that because I, I love what you were saying and because I think it's fascinating how when we do make the attempt, do the work, take the steps to achieve what it is you're talking about, Stream, this idea of finding appreciation about even the stuff that we don't like so much, it's really worth it. It's really, really worth it. It, it, is, it is actually universally the, the natural operating system of the universe is appreciation. That, that's why the Earth environment will always bounce back 
and, and, and return to, to abundance until there comes a time that is the end of the earth environment's experience. But you have that, you, you, you have tangible evidence of it all around you, how abundance is your natural state of being. Notice that humanity is the, the, the only species that holds itself away from abundance systematically. Yes. <laughs> because of your intelligence. Because you, you, you have moved into a, a mode of, of, of thinking about things in different ways. And you have this matrix of thought that has a positive and negative aspect. But the negative aspect is that it runs by and large on fear and judgment. It runs at a negative five. Where you all want to be positive five, positive 10, positive 15, and in time to time, positive 20. But you're never going to stay up there. You're always going, vibrational flow is always going to pull you down below zero sometimes. But it's important to understand that below zero time, the time that you're down there manifesting your obstacles and your challenges and your illnesses and all of these things, all of those things serve as inspiration for your new creation. And when you create new, you expand your being, you expand your consciousness. And as a strand of, of, of source, and you all are, you are expanding us. That is the entire reason physical exists, is, is for the expansion of consciousness. And it is guaranteed in the physical environment because of polarity. So that's, this is why you're not going to cure polarity, you're not going to solve vibrational flow, but you can absolutely experience it differently. Appreciating the, the below zero times, appreciating your obstacles, because they're all your creation. And as soon as you appreciate them, the magic that, that transpires in, the, in that moment is that in your appreciation of them, you realign with us. And when you realign with us, you get above neutral. And when you're above neutral, you are now capable of creativity, true creativity, not recycling. You are capable of new thought. And in that new thought space, you are capable of solving anything that you manifest, anything. So the solving of it is never going to be found in the frustration or the complaining or the wish it wasn't a manifestation or the demonization of it or the, the demonization of the transgressors that co-created that with you. The solving is always in the higher vibration of appreciation, always. You've used that term a few times today, true creativity. What does that term mean to you? When you when you use that phrase, how do you we, mean it? We are using that phrase via David's vocabulary to to illustrate that true new thought, true new creation. Because very often, when you when you're simply below neutral, it, 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 again as as an example or a tool below below neutral at a negative five, you are not necessarily in despair. You are not necessarily feeling bad, but you are also not necessarily feeling joyful. And you may have some things that feel like solving something or new thought in that space, but they are not truly new thought. It's recycled thought. It's something that you picked up somewhere else that you were remembering and then, then repairing something. And there's nothing wrong with being in any of these, these vibrations, by the way. But true creativity, the true solving of something, and especially the true solving of something for good, is always going to occur above neutral. Okay. So let me go on to a second question that Leslie raised. She says, how does the human experience benefit the stream and vice versa? You touched on this before, but let's go into that a little bit 
a little bit deeper. And that's something that, that confused me for a while. I remember having conversations with you, Stream, about this and, and the idea that it was all about expansion. I, I, I was always trying to wrap my mind around what exactly does that mean, expansion? The, the, the simplest way to, to describe expansion is evolution of consciousness. We are continually becoming a more sophisticated version of us. And by, by us, we, we, we are referring to all that is us source, not a deity, not, not, not a, a, a former human being that is in non-physical <laughs> seeking to be worshiped or obeyed or anything like that. That, that is all a product of the matrix S source is nothing more and nothing less than the consciousness of, the, of all that is. And you are all part of it. You all have it in you. You all have your own version of this, whether you have have the ability to to speak it and write it as, as David does or not. You all have your version of it. We are in all of you. We speak to all of you. We are available to all of you always. That expansion that we experience is only manifested through the strands of consciousness, the infinite strands of consciousness of our consciousness projecting into physical, into polarity, meaning separation from time to time of our consciousness, simply less of to, to so little of that there, there is barely any source realized. And in that space, you create obstacles, you create problems, you, you have storms that come through, as we say. And these storms that come through that, that, that you manifest create a little bit of destruction, sometimes a lot of destruction, sometimes complete destruction of your being. But we want very much for you to know that when that complete destruction experience occurs, the only thing that changes is, is that you release your physical vehicle back to the earth environment from which it came and you emerge in, into full awareness of your source being. And from that perspective, you are in a state of appreciation of all that is. You are all-knowing. You are all-seeing. There are no obstacles. There is no polarity. However, there is no expansion offered there. So when a human being, especially a human being that, that may be struggling, hears these words that when you are in non-physical, you are in this state of perfection, and you truly are. This is where the whole idea of heaven came from in, in, in things of this nature in, in human created teachings that you, you want for nothing and you need for nothing because you are non-physical. You are all knowing, you are all seeing, and you are all appreciating in that state. You refer to this as love, but it is actually a, an even higher vibration than that. In that state, you truly want for nothing. And, and if you're, if you're considering yourself a suffering being, you may believe that separating yourself from your physical vehicle will solve all of your problems. But as our promise to you, when you return to your completed state, however you choose to do it, whether it feels more natural or intentional, that is completely your path. You will want nothing more than return to return to physical for the expansion that it offers. Because your expansion is manifested through your obstacles. Your, ma your, your expansion is manifested by experiencing polarity by having challenges and creating new, the, the consciousness creation that actually creates what you call evolution, evolution of societies, evolution, evolution of the physical vehicle, that evolution is new creation, and that new creation is expansion. Imagine multiplying that into infinity 
and that being the entire universe, all that is, and imagine how much expansion that that infinite creation actually drives. From, from, from millisecond to millisecond, becoming a more sophisticated version of all that is. And you, as a human being, a reflection of source, of source, you have the opportunity, millisecond to millisecond, to always be becoming a more sophisticated, more advanced version of you. And by universal design, that advancement, that expansion, is the one common thing that all consciousness craves to become a, a more perfect version of itself. And you are an example of that as a human being. But you have a human created matrix that teaches you very often otherwise that grabs your attention away from that and tells you <coughs> that consumerism is expansion. That buying that next new shiny thing is going to bring you joy. However, that next new shiny thing, whatever it is in physical, is not going to bring you what we would describe as joy. Because joy is everlasting. Joy does not need any external stimuli to, to be present. You, you are actually thinking of pleasure. The things that you do in physical that bring pleasure, pleasure is always temporary. Pleasure is a response and high appreciation of something that you're experiencing, whether it's a physical activity sex, whether it is something that you are consuming, whether it is something that you are viewing, whatever it is, if it's bringing you pleasure, there's certainly nothing wrong with that. You, you, that is a physical activity to experience moments of pleasure. But if you were operating in pleasure 24 seven, it would no longer be pleasurable. It would become mundane. You would get bored with it. And inevitably, your mind would create a scenario to separate you from the pleasure so that you could suffer a little bit and come back around and experience pleasure in a different way, a more sophisticated way. The entire universe operates this way. Pleasure is temporary, but joy is everlasting. And when you are in non-physical, you absolutely are in a state of joy. And in fact, that is your higher self. You, you are all operating in joy all the time. However, in your physical vehicle, your projection of consciousness that is having this physical experience has that human component. All physical creation does has something like that. In, in this case, human beings have a, what you call an ego that exists to separate you from our being, to separate you from source consciousness from time to time by design. Because just as you would not want to be in a state of pleasure all the time as a human being, you do not want to be in a state of source all the time as an eternal being. Because there's no expansion offered in that. So you come to a physical environment, you choose a path, sometimes a difficult path, because if you, if you are, as a strand of consciousness, seeking a, a, a extraordinary expansion, you're going to choose the most difficult path in your environment. You're going to be born into a war-torn environment or starvation or sickness or something of that nature. Parents who are, are not wanting you. Something of that nature will set the stage for the level of expansion that your strand of consciousness is seeking. And very often, the strand of consciousness will project in to, to not so challenging circumstances and create its own challenges as you move through the life journey. <laughs> you, you all do this in different ways. And you certainly have prime examples of some 
who seem to have it all that find a way to mess it up. That's because the, the, the ego is there to, to do that. The ego is there to tell the one who is the celebrated multimillionaire movie star to get on stage and smack someone to mess up that, that journey, to create some disruption, to create some, some contrast in the life experience. You all love this word contrast. and It's very useful in the life experience so that a new level of clarity can be realized. And true joy can finally be found after perhaps a lifetime of physical pleasure. Wow, that's fabulous. This is reminding me of just how much I enjoy speaking <clears throat> with you, Stream, and, and hearing what you have to say. It's been it's been a, a few months, and, and I'm recognizing, oh, yeah, it's been a few months. I'd forgotten how nice this is. This is great, so thank you. Um, Vanessa's tuned in to the live stream. She said, wow, this is perfect timing for me. I love serendipity. I agree with you, Vanessa. I love serendipity too. Um, and then Leslie, of course, has uh, more questions, more topic to talk about. She says, was it an act of grace that Stream chose David to flow through in this way as today? And is there anything any human can do and then be uh to to do be or have excuse me is there anything that any human can do be or have to develop a channel and bring that to this world you, you all have your own version of, of of this coming to you flowing through you 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 are it we are we are in all creation and we are certainly in all of you the the circumstance of david coming to share us in the way that he does is a bit unique and we will describe it as is, is one who channels singing and is the most celebrated singer in your environment. That would not be so celebrated and, and so special if every being could do it. So in, in David's manifestation of sharing us the way that he does, makes it unique and makes it special and makes it profound for those of you who are seeking. But understand that all of you that are coming along and asking the questions are drawing more of this out. You, you are all part of this creative process. When you hear these words spoken through David and they resonate with you, that is because you have your own version of this speaking to you and you are beginning to hear harmony. You, you are beginning to connect the dots. You're beginning to put, to put the pieces of the puzzle together with, with what he is sharing. David is an example of, of a being where the stars lined up so that we could flow freely without any fear or judgment of being judged or even being executed for sharing the message. That's really interesting. In fact, uh, Vanessa followed up here. She says, um, I have always thought of instinct as a type of channeling. I remember telling my kids that it was God whispering to them. That's not all that different from what you were talking about there. It, it, it is all one and the same. And however yeah. you identify that is, is, is it your belief system, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with any belief system. So if you have a belief system that, that there is a deity speaking to you and guiding you, and you believe that, that will become your experience. It is your source consciousness guiding you. That guidance is available to all beings. You, you, your animals understand it very well. The humanity has this. But again, you're operating in a matrix that seeks by and large to separate you from it. Appreciate that. Understand what it's all about. But also understand that the more you tune the matrix out, 
And the more you go inward into deep appreciation of all that you are, the more source you are allowing in your life and the more that whispering will, will, will speed up. You will get more and more of it. It, it will, it will move from whispering to, to not so gentle guidance sometimes, very mm -hmm. clear guidance. And it is always there. It is always available to you. Even when you're down your spiral, it is there. When you were down in lower vibration, when you were below zero and you were separated from the, the realization of source, that which you call source is still present and available instantaneously. And, and the fastest path to, to source connectivity, if you will, is appreciation. Finding something to appreciate because we appreciate all that is, all that is. And all the time. We have another listener who has a question. This, I don't know the name of this person, but uh, the person is asking, the Bible says we have to go through struggle. Is this true? And isn't it true we can have a life of bliss? You can have a life of bliss when you are no longer judging your struggle. Because the, 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 the struggle in the form of obstacles presenting themselves, that is a natural state of progression for a physical being. How you react to them, how you handle them, and how you solve them is up to you. So if you're judging it as a struggle and, and believing that it's a struggle, it's going to continue to be a struggle. But if you see an obstacle and meet it in joy, understanding that's your creation, then there's the, the struggle is going to dissipate. And in time, you will not feel like you're struggling at all. In fact, your life will become blissful and you're detuning the judgment of vibrational flow. The, re the reason that we guide you to that is to understand that once you get into to practicing what we offer, what, what others offer, the, the, the term law of attraction is, is something that is, is very appealing and more and more human beings are coming to understand that they indeed create their own reality. But the idea that that reality is always going to be what you might consider your desires and nothing else, you will not find a human being that is living that experience because there's no expansion offered in you just manifesting every single thing that you want all the time. But when you move into a state of high appreciation and learn to move through your natural vibrational flow and appreciation, your life absolutely will get better and better and better and better. And you will come to find joy in things that the matrix tells you aren't important. And then you are really waking up you are really becoming what you might call an awakened or enlightened being. When you understand that all of the shiny things the matrix is trying to distract you with all the time that may indeed bring some temporary pleasure will not necessarily provide lasting deep joy. Your lasting deep joy is already available to you regardless of, of which shiny things you have or do not have. What you look like, how fit you are, how healthy you are, how old you are, all of these things that you're told that you're supposed to have and be and do, there's nothing wrong with your desiring them. In fact, your desires drive you through the human journey. They're your preferences. But believing that they bring joy and not understanding that they are actually just a distraction from joy very often, because the, the shiny things lose the, 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 their, their, their luster, if you will, just because you will become bored and complacent with them. But joy is something different. Joy is the deep appreciation of all that is, including you. And that is something that you cannot buy. That's true. It's ironic, really, when I think about it. And I think we've all thought about it at one time or another, that on the one hand, humans very often 
just desire to be in that high vibe space all the time. And on the other hand, as you were teaching earlier and, and have taught on many occasions, we do our best learning when we dive down into the low vibe. Not to stay there, but just to dive down into it for the contrast of it. It's an irony because we, 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 uh, we aspire to this thing that really doesn't grow us if we stay in it. And we have a tendency to poo-poo the part where we have to go through this, this polarity co- contrast thing, and yet we get the biggest growth out of it. It's kind of odd. The, the, the universe operates in reverse of the matrix. They, they, are, they are opposing. And the matrix tells you that pleasure is more important, that joy is not even possible. So seek pleasure. Go on the vacation. Have the, 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 the most appealing partner. Have the most appealing body. Be younger looking than your age. All of these things that the matrix tells you that you're supposed to experience because the, the concept of, of joy for just being is not very profitable. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great way to phrase it. It's not very profitable. Yes, it's not profitable in, in the sense of uh, buying and selling stuff. It's very profitable in another sense. It's very profitable in the sense of growing yourself and, and, and helping yourself get to the place you want to be, uh, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, um, and ultimately even physically. But you're right. It's not profitable in terms of, I'm going to go out and sell it in the marketplace. It doesn't quite work that way. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> sure. and, and understand that we, we are not here guiding you away from your physical experiences or your material possessions. Mm-hmm. Anything that you view in appreciation is an expression of that which we are. Cars, buildings, homes, meals, people, anything that you appreciate is an expression of source for you. And there's nothing wrong with you desiring to experience it. But where we are guiding you is to understand that the experiencing of that is going to bring pleasure and, and some happiness, but it's not going to provide that level of joy that you are seeking if you are interacting with us. You would not be interacting with us if you were not a seeker of joy. And I think it's probably fair to say that when we pursue the knowledge that we pursue here um, on this program, listeners here pursue very much the same thing, which is basically knowledge of how can I live a, a, a more abundant life? How can I live a life uh, that's really the life of my dreams, so to speak? Uh, and what's it going to take for me to get there? That, that's, that's essentially the background against which we have these conversations of this type. Um, within that context, what we're what we're really learning here is is exactly how to do that. It's exactly how to get there, and the, to tie into the irony of what I was referring to before, the irony of it is, the further we get along the path of understanding this, the less we're concerned about how purely are we up there, the less we're concerned about whether or not we're hitting the top mark at all times, because we we realize after a while. Hey, it, it doesn't matter. Abundance is not something that has to be a perfection. Abundance is simply abundance. And and how much of it do you want to have? Well, it's up to you, really. But you can go for as much as you like and in the process, have a good time with the polarity. Indeed. And, and there, is, there is no ceiling to joy. And there's also no ceiling to what, if you allow your ego to, to take the lead, there's no ceiling to what your ego is going to tell you you have to have to be joyous. This is why you do see people that, that are multi-billionaires that have all of the things that you could ever imagine having still seeking more. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't ever stop, does it? <laughs> it never stops. You are expansive beings by nature. So the expansion part of it 
is, is, is a natural aspect of all creation, growth, evolution, expansion, all the same thing, natural for, for all beings. But mislabeling that or misrepresenting that as consumerism, that is a, a unique aspect to planet Earth and humanity. Not that there aren't endless other environments that have other things that are similar to that going on, but Earth is a unique environment. And humanity has created this, this unique path of expansion that you, you are in this magnificent renaissance, if you will, with, with coming to terms with how creation happens, how your matrix of, of control is not serving you anymore the way it once did because you don't need it anymore. You, you've all developed a mode of communication where you have become so informed and so intelligent that you are beginning to turn and question. And your turning and questioning is what is actually creating this, this amping up of the matrix because it's fighting for life and attention because it knows that it, it's, it's being detuned somewhat. And you all have the power to detune it more and more and more. Well, this has been a lot of fun, very enjoyable, very educational. And uh, I want to thank the uh, live streamers who shared their questions for the stream to answer. Uh, stream, before we part company, well, I guess we're already parting company. So go ahead and, and, and uh, withdraw. We'll carry on the conversation with David when he's able to uh, return to conversational mode, which can take him a moment sometimes, <coughs> uh, depending on how long he's been doing. This is a relatively shorter session than he sometimes does, but uh, it's still, it, it takes a moment, doesn't it? I mean, David, when you, when you come, kind of come back into your full conscious awareness, it's like, oh, wait a minute, what happened here? Hold on. <laughs> Where the hell am I? No, I know why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let's do a little test here. What's your name? What day is this? <laughs> What's the picture behind me? Where are you? That's where? right, right. <laughs> but uh, I, I actually promised uh, listeners at uh, the beginning of that session that uh, I would ask you what it's like from your perspective when you're receiving this information and transmitting it to us. We've talked about this before, but let's go back to that again. What, what's that like for you when you do this? Um, I absolutely would never come on you know, in a not high vibrational state. Luckily, I have a practice that keeps me up there almost all the time. So it's, I, I've never not been able to find the stream, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, I, I do a little meditation before I come on. I sit, I quiet my mind. I set the intention for them to step forward and for my consciousness to sort of step back. And that really is the experience. I am present. I don't remember a whole lot once it's over, but while it's happening, I have glimmers of glimpses of, of what's going on. There's sometimes there's things that come out that are like, oh my God, I would have never thought about that that way. That's so interesting. <laughs> that's when I, you know, when that started happening, I'm like, okay, this is definitely not coming from me. Mm. So it's, it's interesting because I will move through the experience kind of just my consciousness is kind of in the background. And then when it's over, sometimes bits and pieces start coming back. To me. And sometimes I remember more than others. I haven't figured mm. out what the rhyme or reason is there. Um, but the other day uh, I did, uh, I do a, a thing on Patreon on Thursday nights with Debbie G, the claim your power hour. Mm -hmm. And she asked something at the end that I wasn't aware of and didn't remember until the next day I was walking my dog. Uh, we call these low thought activities, you know, when you're just kind of doing something that's mundane, right. that that'll raise your vibration. Yeah. Just myself. And so I'm out mm -hmm. walking dogs. I'm appreciating, you know, what a pretty morning it is. And it's not too hot yet here in Palm Springs. And boom, it just dropped back in that, oh, she asked that, this question last night and I just re remembered it, but you know, just then. So things start to kind of come back 
sometimes, but not all the time. And people will come to me and say, you know, the stream said this, and what did you think about it? I have no clue what they're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. That must be a little disconcerting. Well, they're vibrational too, so they they are very, um, you know, the, we say they're all knowing and all seeing, and I certainly understand that when I'm channeling them, but they don't have the human type of memory that we do. Right. You know, they are in that vibrational moment, and somebody might sometimes come on. And the last time I was talking to you, I said, blah, 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 blah. And they don't, they don't miss a beat, but it's never really about that old conversation. It's about the new one that's happening in the moment. Mm. Yeah. And that's that's cool. important. I, I try to do that in my own life because I realize now, you know, that was yesterday's vibration. Why are we going back to yesterday's vibration? Let's create something new now. But I can also understand why human beings want to ask the question. Because yeah, well, you know, if they say something and it doesn't, if it's not clear, are they, you know, still grappling with what that means? Because the stream share stuff with us that are, that is so far out of the matrix. Like to me now, I really get it. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really getting it even more now than when you were in boot camp, which wasn't that long ago. Okay. Um, you know, the, the, um, what are some of the new things you picked up since, uh, well, I think I was the way I experience there. humanity now is so different and it's hard to describe. So those of you that have stuck around for 53 minutes, maybe you're ready to hear this, but like <laughs> when the, uh, the news of the, uh, I don't watch the news or TV much at all. I just don't care to, uh, but I do watch YouTube and then we have that news thing on YouTube, you know, that's there, whether you like it or not. Right, right. And there was something about this mass shooting in Buffalo and every news channel was talking about it. Sure. And I was with my partner, Michael, and he's like, Oh, you know, let's see what that is. And so I turned it on. And I understood the source perspective of that, mm. the not judgment of it, the, the appreciation that these beings had this co-creative experience that separated many from their physical vehicle and returned them to their completed state. And from the completed state, there's no judgment of any of that. And to feel that as a human being and experience that is so peaceful. Hmm. It's very different because there certainly would have been a time that I would have seen that. Oh my God, this is terrible. This is horrible. We've got to stop this. Sure. Uh, you know, I still would like to see, not see that again, right? As a human yeah, being. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't want that to happen to me or anybody that I cared about. Uh, I think it's very sad, especially when you've got an 18 year old, you know, online getting all amped up about something and getting to a vibration that they think they need to go kill people, you know, uh, that's, it's sad. I understand that, but to be able to experience it as a human through the eyes of source, I think we can, in fact, I know, I know we can all do that. Mm-hmm. And I think humanity will really begin to evolve and shift and stop seeing things like that when more of us move out of that matrix, because the matrix is all about being polarized. And most mass shooters are highly polarized. They're way down their spiral. They're believing their their thing is so right and the other thing is so wrong that they have to go in lives over it, including their own very often. And that's not true. That doesn't have to be. But the path out of it is not in the judgment of it, in the fear of it. That fuels more of it. And I understand that so well now that I want to I wanna tell all of humanity that we've got to stop judging that stuff and fearing that stuff and start seeing through the eyes of source. Well, that's not going to play on CNN. You know? No, no, it's not. <laughs> And it ties into a point I was going to make. Who is this crazy bald dude? Right, right. Appreciate that. We need to stop it. You know, you've got one side saying, you know, we need to just lock everybody up. And the other side saying we need to get rid of all the guns. Mm -hmm. And it never gets solved. Right. 
you know, it never gets solved. It just, that vibration just keeps going and going and going and going, but it's all rooted in polarity. It's all rooted in, deep in the matrix. And I'm not even judging the matrix. I'm just understanding that the matrix is all about being polarized. I'm right yeah. and you're wrong. Yes. Hyperpolarity. And we see lots of examples of hyperpolarity now, but we see the effects of it too. And the path out of that is, is finding more appreciation for all that is, but you don't start with mass shootings. Trust me. No, that's you not the don't. easiest place to start. No, you start with your own transgressions and then you move on to your transgressors and then you start applying it outwardly. And over time, you will start to be a more source aligned being and life gets yes. very magical when you're in that space. And I think it's important to remember too, that even if you decide to go on that journey, you have, I have gone on that journey. Others have gone through the boot camp on that journey. So there are a number of people who do that, but we all have to kind of remember there are a whole lot of people who not only do not choose it, but would not choose it. Right. They, they actually prefer that environment they're in. They'll fight for it. They'll, they'll fight you for it. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, the matrix is, is, is more, um, appealing to humanity at this point than this. You know, I, I could be on a news station talking about how wrong the other side is and how right I could probably get myself elected to office if I did that enough. <laughs> you probably could. Yes. Yeah. But, um, I, I can't know, imagine you doing it, but still, yeah, I mean, you could do yeah, it. <laughs> but you know, there, there, there's not a million people wanting to hear what the stream has to say at this point. No, you know, or, or not realizing it. So I, I see that. My mission in life is, is to share it enough for people to try it enough to see that, you know, I'm not ready to go out there where he is, but a little bit of that makes mm -hmm. sense in my life. And then you do a little more and a little more and a little more. And then pretty soon those, those changes start to ripple out and humanity does start to shift. What's interesting to me is as I've been on my journey and in, in encountering people along the way, I am often now engaging in more and more conversations with more and more people, trying to help people to whatever degree they're willing to be helped. Um, and I very recently, within the last day or two, I think it was yesterday, actually, I encountered somebody uh, who was asking for help about uh, oh, something to do with uh, um, kids with slow development or you know special ed kids, that kind of thing. And I was suggesting that they maybe think about them a little bit differently, you know, think about them as being capable and all blah, 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 blah. The pushback I got on that was so severe from this person, really, really severe. And the, but that's not the most amazing part. Not amazing is not the right word. That's not the most remarkable part. The most remarkable part from my perspective was it didn't affect me. In other words, it was almost like I got a chance to see just how much work I'd done on myself. Yeah. How you much didn't I, need to be I, right. I yeah, I didn't need to be right. I didn't need to. I, I I felt the pain of it a little bit, like I was kind of disappointed that I was being attacked, but it wasn't that big of a deal. And I can certainly imagine where I would have been, say, three years ago, or five years ago, or ten years ago. Very, very different response. Very, very different reaction. Well, pe people want you to confirm their beliefs for them. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. You know? And, and yeah. if you don't, then they want to fight for it, and we just don't need to do that. You know, have your beliefs. But my point is that when you go through the process that we go through here, that, that uh, people who have gone through your program have done and so forth, it takes you to a place where you start experiencing events like that that directly happen to you very differently. Mm -hmm. It feels so different. You think about it differently. It, I mean, I, when I think about that person, I think I, I used to find some way to judge it one way or the other, you know, trying to figure out, you know, diagnose the person and so forth. And now I think to myself, oh, so that's where they're at. Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, that's, that's as far a, as it goes. Appreciating the matrix without judging it. 
Because yeah. if you don't need to be right, you also don't need to judge them as being wrong. Just let them have their experience. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's a very peaceful way to uh, experience the whole thing. So Go figure. <laughs> Go figure, right? Yeah. Well, as usual, this has been wonderful, David. So thank you so much for joining us. You, I think you're on my calendar for a couple months from now, so we'll get another chance, uh, I think, in July is when you're scheduled to come join us again. But we really do appreciate this time. Thank you so much for joining us today. As do I. And thanks for all the questions out there. They were real questions. And thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.